0: And appreciate this man coming in studio. Tough times for all football fans in Australia at the moment. Phil Moss, good morning. I wish we could be talking about more positive things because there's so much positivity about the sport after the World Cup. Dino raised the point earlier and some of our listeners have after the scenes from last night, what does the A-League need to do now? Good morning, Phil, if I could say that to you,
1: mate. <laughs> morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Look, I, um, I I really wanted to be here face-to-face this morning because it's a very serious thing that happened last night and, um, you know, we can't... There's no way, shape or form of sweeping that under the carpet, nor mm. should we. Um, look, leadership, I think, is critical in moments like this and, uh, and I I think we need to acknowledge what happened last night. We need to investigate it. We need to act swiftly um, and throw the full the, the full weight of the law at, at those who offended last night. Um. I'll give you my quick two cents worth, and that is that not one person who stepped on that pitch last night from the crowd is a football fan. They forgave their right to be Mm. a fan the moment they crossed that that line and and jumped over the fence. Um, These people come to games to make trouble. Um, I refuse to be defined by them. I refuse to let our game be defined by them. And I think that's the stance we need to take, and we need to take it in a united way. I said that earlier, Mossy, I said,
2: are they true football fans or are they just thugs who went along there to cause trouble? And I, I start to think it's more the latter.
1: Yeah, I, I do too, Bulldog. Look, the, the double-edged sword of our game is it's so multicultural that it unites the nations. we saw just a couple of weeks ago. Correct. Um, and it becomes easy pickings for these Neanderthals to yeah. come and cause trouble. And I'm convinced, and I've seen it so many times, these people, they probably don't even know what was going on last week around yeah. the grand final decision and things like that they just got wind of the fact that there was an opportunity to cause trouble on saturday night at a major sporting event football again and you know i I just i I can't wait to see this investigation i've seen statements from melbourne victory um victorian police um you know come out quite swiftly fa of course and there's a press conference this morning at 10 o'clock with james johnson which you know (sighs) Credit to him. He's fronting the media first thing this morning. We're yet to hear needs from the to. APL. Of needs course he to. needs to. Yeah. Um, but don't forget, FA don't run the A-League. They Correct. run the game. Mm. Uh, APL run the A-League. So no doubt Danny Townsend will be fronting the media at some point as well today. So a big day for our sport. But mm. uh, again, I have to reinforce, we cannot let idiots like this define our sport and define us as, as football people.
0: Tom Glover, what, what, what happens to him? Obviously our thoughts with him and hopefully he's making a recovery because he's got a nasty wound to his face and also suffered concussion The its allegations are that he threw the, f- the flare back into the crowd and that has sparked the pitch invasion chicken before the egg the, the, the flare shouldn't be next to him anyway but what happens to Tom Glover from here in terms of sanctions against him.
1: Yeah, look, I'm sure that'll be part of the investigation, Ray. It, it's hard to comment on that because mm. obviously it will be part of an investigation, but you're right. What what were the Flares doing there in the first place? Um, I don't condone any any behaviour that is seen to be wrong. Of course, we don't condone it, whether that's from the, the people in the crowd or, or, or a player on the pitch. Um, but what I do want to say is, um, you know, how proud I was of referee Alex King mm. um, to see him step between you know, some people call it stupidity. It was courageous. Um, I, I call it courageous. And, you know, he was an official refereeing the game and he sensed danger and put himself between um, idiots running on the field and, and the player. Um, so thankfully, I believe um, Tommy Glover and Alex King are okay um, physically. They'll be rattled mentally. It's good news. Um, no doubt. But, um, yeah, there's there's plenty to play out.
0: Tom
2: Glover, Mossy, is entitled to walk onto a sporting pitch feeling safe. Mm. Mm yeah he's entitled to go out there in his workplace and not have a fear of something landing on his back or his head so but i think so that's so very important to, to yeah. get out there whether if if people are going to be marginally critical of him he's entitled
1: to play sport in a safe environment everyone within that perimeter of the fence is entitled to that the channel 10 cameraman who copped a flare in the back the families um, in the grandstand the families in the grandstand mm. like it, it's it's a, it's a workplace for everyone within that perimeter even volunteers who mm. volunteer their time to to bring match day to life um, it's it's just a very sad state of affairs but again you know I, you, you see the vitriol and you, you see the the firestorm that that social media whips up right and and what i'm sick of seeing this morning straight off the bat is people calling these idiots fans mm. they're just not they, they forgave their right to be fans of any sport. Not not just football, any sport. They've gone there, and as soon as they've stepped foot on that pitch, they've become criminals. Mm-hmm. And and no doubt, some of them were criminals before they walked in the ground. Uh, well, see, Can I say defenders. this, though?
2: Mm-hmm. And I'll play devil's advocate here. You're right, they're not fans. But they only seem to go to football games. They don't seem to go to other sporting events and cause trouble like they did last night. Well, there, there is a link
1: th- there, though, isn't there? Well... <laughs> Yes and no. I mean, it, it seems to happen with our game more often than others. That's but I good remember, way to put it. Because there is instances of yeah. other, other well, sports AFL, too. I remember 50, yeah. 50 fans being ejected from AFL. The difference is last night it went next level. Mm. As soon as you invaded start... Invaded the pitch. Invaded yeah. the pitch, assaulted a player, assaulted a referee, um, allegedly. Mm. But, yeah, so it went next level. But And and I've seen vision from rugby league games of fights in the crowd. So, mm. <laughs> Bulldog, there's idiots everywhere. They They, they tend to find sporting events as their vehicle to get some publicity Mm. and and I don't know what that does for them. Um, To be honest, I just hope the ones from last night end up with uh, time behind bars. Uh,
0: Mossy, uh, social media, and again, it's it's often a cause for good but often a cause for bad. A lot of people having their two bobs worth since the instance of last night saying it's the end of the A-League, etc. Can I flip it back two weeks? The goodwill that was generated by the Socceroos, and indeed the sport of football in Qatar, surely the sports administrators can tap into that from here and use that goodwill somehow, not to dismiss what happened last night, but to move the sport forward, um, because last night is not indicative of the majority of football fans.
1: Spot on, Ray. And uh, and that, that was my point around I choose, as a, as a football person, a football fan, not to let last night define me or or our game um it's a blight on our game it's a stain on our game 100 percent. but we've got to acknowledge that and move on and learn from the the lessons of of last night um i feel for arnie i feel for all the Socceroos players and and all the staff that gave us such highs just a few weeks ago um but is is professional football dead in this country no of course not and it never will be it Mm. will always survive in you know different levels of success and this is certainly feels like two steps backwards but it's certainly not the death knell of professional football in this country. Mm. It never will be. Mossy, mm. Melbourne Victory,
2: I don't understand the nuances behind what each supporter base stands for.
1: But do they have a history of being troublemakers? Oh, look, I, I couldn't pin that on them. I've, I've seen some rumours that some of the f- people inside the ground that caused trouble have already got life banned. So I'm, I'm assuming that will become part of the investigation. Um, but Melbourne Victory... Are, you know they've got the highest membership in the country
0: yeah.
1: of, of A-League clubs. Um, they've done a lot of good work. I've been to some Melbourne Victory functions in the past, been to games. Um, the way they do things, there's a lot of good to it. Um, and again, no one will be more gutted than them this morning waking up, thinking about what happened last night and how it happened and, and how they make sure it never, ever happens again. So yeah. I'm not going to throw mud at Melbourne Victory. You know, it's very hard to... Control certain elements, and and one of those elements that's almost impossible to control is the mindset of people walking through the gate.
0: Exactly, yeah. A lot to play out with this, and Mossi, I really appreciate you coming in on a Sunday morning, but we'll try and end the year on a bit more of a positive note. The World Cup has been described as the best tournament ever. That's, again, open for debate, but it has been compelling viewing. This morning, uh, Croatia 2 defeated Morocco 1 to take third place. Tomorrow morning, this could be a game for the ages, Argentina versus the defending champs. France, who wins?
1: I'm expecting an epic Mm. final, I really am, and and I've said it all along, Um, it was either going to be Brazil or Argentina, Brazil can't win it now, Argentina will win it in a penalty shootout I believe, Uh, I think it'll be a draw after 90, Um, and I just think the stars have aligned for Lionel Messi, and I think his career and the way he goes about, his football deserves nothing less than a World Cup.
0: Exactly. It's going to be fa- fascinating to watch. Hey, Before we get your, your multi, Phil, your highlight for 2022? Oh,
1: look, I, it's hard to go past the grey wiggle against Peru uh, <laughs> to get us to the World Cup. And then Matt Leckie. I'm, I'm going for two highlights. And then Matt Lecky's goal against Denmark.
0: For
2: Riley McGree. It's on for Matthew Lecky. Matthew Leckie cuts back inside. One way. Yeah. And there it is. Can you believe it? Written off too many times to remember. Australia has found a way. Found its way to the Elite Sixteen of World Football. The country can keep on
0: dreaming. Mossy, that's what football is about. That's the emotion you want to have with football, not what happened last night. That goal Lecky will be replays off in the Aloisi penalty goal from 005? Yep, Yeah. 05, yep, 05 yeah. to mm. qualify for 06. Mm.
1: You, you're spot on, Ray. And, and that's why I say a, a small minority of complete idiots will never, never mm. take that sort of stuff away from us.
0: Correct. One last multi for the year, mate. Can we go out a winner?
1: I'm going 1-1 uh, yeah. in the final. Uh, one all draw in, in 90 minutes. Mm. Argentina to win on penalties.
0: Terrific. Okay. You stuck with Argentina from the start, as you said, There, are all Brazil. Hey, Phil, thanks so much for your contributions all through the year. Thanks for your coverage in Qatar. It was absolutely outstanding. Merry Christmas to you and your family. We'll do it all again next year, mate. I think you're in tomorrow morning with a great man, aren't I you? I am. Bulldog your and beauty. I. on. We've got Bring Bulldog it on. and
1: Mossy Overdose this week. <laughs> <laughs> Three days together. But it's been a pleasure being part of this team. And every Sunday morning, it's a it's a real highlight to have this platform to talk about sport and uh, love our listeners, love you guys and everyone behind the scenes. So, Merry Christmas. Have Happy New Year to everyone.